they took him right to the rim for a whammo. Sun's Day brought to you by Coco 5. Burns and Gambo. Afternoons. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Uh, getting you ready for Suns and Lakers tonight. No Devin Booker, no Anthony Davis, no LeBron James, but it's still Suns-Lakers. And Phoenix coming off a tremendous win against New Orleans the other night. And joining us is one of our favorite Suns broadcasters. Does an amazing job, John Bloom. Bloom, a ringer's filling in for Bernsey. How are you today? I am doing well. It is good to be on with you guys. It's good to have a couple of uh, back-to-back games here. Talk to me, Goose. You hear me, guys? All right. They we don't do not me. have John Bloom on the. I'm here. Show. Do you guys hear me? Oh, oh there, there he is. is. Hi. We've had some crazy technical problems. And now I hear like myself talking and you sound echo. like you're uh, you sound like you're hello, Luke. Hello, you sound like you're uh, Luke Gehrig at Yankee Stadium. Uh, okay. You guys hey, sound like hey, you're right hey. next to me. I mean, I, I don't know. My ear, you sound great, Campbell. All right, Bloomer. Let's talk about that New Orleans win, the 58 performance by Devin Booker. Look, you know how I feel. That great game against the Celtics with the 70 is not one of the. 20 best games Devin Booker's ever played. Um, and this one may not be the best because Book's played in some really good playoff games. But this is one of the better games that Devin Booker has played in his career. I would agree. I think uh, both of these record-setting performances he's had here this season, the one against the Bulls where he had 51 and a just virtuoso performance. And then, uh, you know, to, to beat that by seven, and he could have had much more. I know he's kicking himself that he went 10 of 15 from the free throw line. That is maybe one of his worst free throw shooting performances of his career, which comes on one of his best performances of his career in the regular season, for sure. And I agree with you that maybe the meaning of the performances he had in the finals against the Bucks, and then also just in the playoff runs, uh, th- that might put a little bit more uh, I guess special importance or, or memories for folks. But, you know, that game is always going to be remembered for everybody who was in this gym, lucky enough to watch it in person, or if you were listening to the Hall of Famer call it, or watching it on TV, uh, that's when everybody will remember because Devin Booker put the team on his back and carried them to a victory against a team that has given them fits and that they actually needed a win against. And, and so that was a very important one the other night. Yeah, absolutely. And I think even more than that, there was a couple other things that stood out to me. One, Chris Paul hit a couple of big three-pointers late. I thought he had a good game. It was nice to see the one-two punch back, even though Book was so dominant. And the other thing, Bloomer, man, Josh Okoji was working his butt off for some of those offensive rebounds. It was one sequence where he had two offensive rebounds in a row. I don't want to discount what, what his contributions were to the team because they needed his efforts that night. Yeah, they did. And he has been spectacular. I uh, just got done talking to Kevin Young for our uh, pregame chat and not to spoil it, but, uh, you know, we basically talked about how Josh has been the poster child for what they have tried to do. And Kevin Young has been the coach responsible for revamping the offensive rebounding for this basketball team. He went to Monty Williams before the season started and said, look, I think we can do a better job with this. And one reason why they've always been hesitant crashing that side of the glass is because they felt like it would adversely affect their transition defense. Well, as long as they can hit the offensive glass and not compromise themselves getting back in transition, then that's when they're going to make a big impact and win basketball games. And Josh Kogi has been a big reason why they've been successful, at least over the last couple of weeks. You know, the beginning of the season, all the focus for Josh seemed to be trying to knock down the three. We didn't even get to glimpse what he's doing now because he had no confidence. He missed 18 of his first 19 three-pointers as a member of the Phoenix Suns. That's not an easy way to increase
ingratiate yourself to a new team. But what the easy way is is to show the effort, the energy, and the defensive intensity that he has brought consistently over the last couple weeks. It's been magnificent to watch. It's been infectious to the rest of his teammates. And if he can keep that going, it will make a big impact. And what it's doing is it's making Monty Williams have to adjust his whole plan to make sure he gets number two on the floor. Yeah, you know, Bloomer, he's, he's not here to shoot. He's here to do other things. I'll tell you a guy who is here to shoot. I want to get back to Chris Paul. You know, 18 points in that game, but more importantly, five for seven from the three-point line. And I don't know if you agree, Bloomer, because I know you were doing the play-by-play for the Clipper game, but I, I thought I saw Shines, uh, Chris Paul, coming out of that shooting slump against the Clippers. And not because he was knocking down threes, it's because he was taking threes. Yep. He, he was able to catch it and shoot it, almost as if he was trying to get himself out of this funk that's kind of plagued him early in the season, this reluctance to pull the trigger when he's had open three-point shots. And he came out of that a little bit against the Clippers. Even though he wasn't knocking them down, he was shooting them. And then, of course, last time out against the Pelicans, he was shooting them and knocking them down. Exactly, and and they needed that to happen, especially down the stretch when he made that key three to tie it up in the final minutes. And then, uh, you know, look, I agree with you. I think he is getting into a better flow. Uh, this has become a rhythm for Chris Paul in a season where he starts kind of and, and eases his way, his way in. Now, obviously, he had to miss all that time, 14 games with the heel injury, and that kind of sidetracked it. But now here he goes, easing his way back in again, and he's going to have to step on the pedal a little bit tonight because there's no Devin Booker. Uh, and so not only do you not have your back, Backup Cameron Payne still out with a foot injury, but without Book on the lineup, then you, you say, well, maybe Chris Paul is going to have to look to score a little bit. And certainly the good news being DeAndre Ayton back in the lineup, you know he's going to be looking to the big fella early and often. There's no Anthony Davis on the other side. They don't really have a rim protector per se on the Lakers. So DeAndre is going to get fed early and often and consistently tonight, if I had to guess. Yeah, I would think that, you know, the Lakers with, you know, Bryant and Damian Jones and eventually Gabriel, you know, they're, they're looking for. Center. People talked about could they go get DeMarcus Cousins? Should they go get uh, bring up Jay Hop or Carmelo Anthony? This should be a big DeAndre Ayton game with Anthony Davis out of the lineup. Uh, if DeAndre's right, I think he could have a real big impact in this game. Yeah, and then you know you probably have to give Dario Sharch some minutes tonight with no Jock Landale. He's got a concussion. Uh, Monty Williams telling us that uh, he had one in San Antonio that was pretty serious, kept him out a couple weeks. So they're taking their time with Jock after he took a shot the other night against New Orleans. And uh, he played through it. He's he's a tough dude. Uh, he played the rest of the game after that. But uh, then afterwards, they took a look at him, and they realized he had a concussion. So he's going to sit out. I expect Dario to probably get on the floor and uh, be that connector as well. And, you know, when Dario's on the floor, that can sometimes open things up for DeAndre down low. I, I like their high-low game. If they can get that going, that can be a way that they can have success tonight. Hey, Bloomer, uh, Russell Westbrook has just been downgraded to out. So you got no Westbrook, wow. no AD, no Le- LeBron, I don't want to put pressure on you, but this should be a huh. Suns win if they take care of business tonight, right, my friend? Yeah, I mean, they still did they did they make an announcement on Pat Bev? That's the only guy that I haven't questionable seen. still. I He's think. still yeah. They were going to wait all the way to tip off on Patrick Beverly. It's amazing that we're even considering that to be a factor because I don't even think he's much of a basketball player. But we know the impact that he has when he goes up against the Phoenix Suns. Uh, 
I think I'd prefer for him to take this one off as well. As far as this matchup, yeah, Tim, I mean, look, it, but, but how many games have we gone into where on paper it's a mismatch and, you know, the, the reverse happens? Let's hope that's not the case tonight. The Lakers haven't been very good on the road all season, uh, and now they're playing without their best players in Anthony Davis and LeBron James and, uh, as you tell me, Russell Westbrook not playing either tonight. So it's going to be an interesting one. You know, the other point was they got down by, what was it, 24 to New Orleans the other day? Yep. In previous games, we've seen the Suns get down big and not be able to respond, not be able to come back, be blown out of the game with big deficits. We've seen Dallas and, and Boston and even New Orleans in one of the games. I thought that was a good sign to watch them battle back from that big of a deficit. Yeah, I do too. And again, a lot of that was Devin Booker. I mean, that was when he was on his run. They got down 83-59, to 59, I think was the score with seven minutes left in the third. And they went on a massive run to finish the third. They kept going into the fourth. They had the energy of the crowd behind them as well. And, uh, you know, it, when you don't have Devin Booker, to, you can't afford to get down like that with this basketball team right now. You don't have Devin Booker. You also don't have another guy that can light it up in a guy like Cameron Johnson. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those deals where we're not the only city in the NBA right now talking about more about the guys you don't have than the guys you have. Yeah, and that's the the issue right now with the whole you know Jay not being traded and not being able to get a deal done. I, they've done a good job, you know, hanging around and you know winning basketball games. You had that five game losing streak. They've responded really well to it. Booker's come back and played at a high level. Chris is playing better right now. This should be a win tonight. And then you look you know look forward to what James Jones could do to this roster because Bloomer, we know that there's going to be a Jay Crowder trade at some point. We know they're going to upgrade this roster by the trade deadline and have. Some new pieces in there that can help this team for a playoff run. Yeah, and it is remarkable, Gamba, that of all that, of all the stuff that they're dealing with, and they win tonight, they've got the most wins in the Western Conference tied with Memphis, right? I mean, this is crazy that they're that in that position, despite all of the trials and tribulations, and the anticipation is that they're only going to get stronger as the season goes on, and that is uh, pretty enticing for this fan base and uh, this broadcaster as well. Bloomer, always good to catch up with you, my friend. Thanks for joining us before the Suns and the Lakers tip off. Thanks for having me, fellas. Happy 90s night to everybody who's uh, celebrating, and, and a happy Hanukkah to everybody who's celebrating that, too. All right. Thanks, happy Bloomer. Hanukkah to those. Thanks, Bloomer. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. See you guys.